Welcome to The Long and Short of the Week Ahead, a production of Horizon SLJ Capital that takes a look at the macroeconomic themes of the week ahead and has been recorded for professional investors. My name is Matt Jones, Head of Distribution for Horizon SLJ Capital, and I'm joined by Neil Staines, Senior Portfolio Manager. Welcome back, Neil. It's great to have you here with us again. Thanks very much, Matt. It's great to be here. Looking into the week ahead, I think we have a smattering of, of data, not a technical term, obviously, and we continue the year-end dollar watch, really, and future direction and, and prospects from an FX perspective. Perhaps you could just outline your thoughts as you look into the week ahead. Absolutely, Matt. Yeah, nicely put. It's another very in interesting week for global macro. Something of a warm-up act, if you will, for the high-profile events of the week commencing the 11th of November. Next week, nonetheless, has some interesting events to look out. So firstly, on the data front, we get Global Services PMI final readings for November. This includes the US Services ISM and China's Kaixin Services PMI reading. Now, in both cases, markets will be looking for an updated indications of growth momentum in the US, China, and of course, across the globe. And as the economy shows signs of slowing into 2023 on the cumulative effects of high inflation and tighter monetary policy. Growth is increasingly becoming a core focus for markets and central bankers alike in conjunction with inflation and away from the singular inflation focus that we've seen for the majority of 2022. China trade data and CPI and PPI, as well as the PPI for the US, all for November, also add to the evolving focus of markets and are the data highlights for this week. Secondly, we get some central bank action next week with the Bank of Canada, the Reserve Bank of Australia, Reserve Bank of India and the Brazilian Central Bank all in action. Brazil unlikely to change rates and market focus remains squarely on the politics with Lula's cabinet appointments and most specifically the finance minister and their intentions surrounding the fiscal cap of key importance. In India, the RBI are expected to hike 35 basis points to six and a quarter. Indian growth has been strong with demand driving a big external deficit this year that has kept rupee on the back foot. Now, a relatively slow start from the RBI in their hiking cycle likely means an abridged cycle in 2023 as global and domestic growth slows. Perhaps one more hike in February before a pause. The Bank of Canada will be interesting as they step down the policy increment further. They're expected to hike just 25 basis points next week to 4%. The balance of the statement will be key, but they likely keep the door open to further rate hikes with inflation still in the high sixes and the lagged effect of past hikes will be a key topic to watch for in the statement there. Uh, and the RBA also expected to stick with their smaller policy increment and hike 25 basis points to 3.1% and may well signal intent to pause and assess the cumulative impact of previous hikes that have seen rates rise from just 0.1% as recently as May. And then finally, despite moving into the Fed blackout period, the US and the Fed will remain the dominant focus for markets into next week. As we discuss in greater detail in this week's blog, we see an evolving policy framework for the Fed as they aim to manoeuvre the active policy tool away from the policy increment and towards the terminal rate at a sufficiently restrictive level and ultimately uh, the duration of which they expect to hold rates in such restrictive territory. Uh, in essence, a new rule book uh, for hawkish forward guidance from the Fed. Uh, week commencing the 11th will also be seen, uh, see the important November CPI print uh, critical for validating the downshift from the Fed uh, and the bid in dollar duration 
and of course into year end the turning point for the dollar Thank you, Neil. An interesting week ahead indeed for macro and for markets. In the meantime, of course, it's the weekend. Now, I feel that I need to, after last week's perhaps World Cup portfolio discussion, thought it might be good to check in and see how the portfolio is doing. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Just a brief mention of the cricket, England-Pakistan in the first test, which continues over this week, looks like being a masterclass in batting on both sides. But if the pitch holds up, it looks set to be a very high-scoring draw. So maybe not to focus, it could be there. But as you say, the focus is really all on the World Cup. And our portfolio, there's going to be some changes to the portfolio, perhaps German Bunds, not the same defensive asset that they once were, along with Mexican bonds and Belgian chocolate, which will all be exiting from the portfolio. The yen, star outperformer in currency markets at the moment. That's uh, going to add to that slightly. Now, Brazilian bonds still look like a strong proposition, very high yield there. Argentina bonds, on the other hand, certainly offer a high yield, but volatility keeps them a small part of the portfolio at this stage. French OATs uh, still look to be a relatively solid asset at the moment. Still feel a little bit overpriced. Uh, but worth inclusion. We won't get it too excited about those until the gilt oat spread is resolved uh, in a week or so. And then really, we're keeping our tail hedges in place, long Dutch inflation bonds, Portuguese real estate, and perhaps some Spanish crop yields just to round off the portfolio. Fantastic. Still a lot to play for. Very interesting to see how, uh, how things play out. And I look forward to checking back in on the portfolio next week. Once again, not investment advice. Generally speaking, not wise to base your asset allocation on the World Cup football. But Neil, thank you so much for joining us and for outlining your thoughts on the week ahead. I'm looking forward to catching up with you again next week. Thanks very much, Matt. Likewise. Thank you for joining us for the long and short of the week ahead. Further insights are available on our website, horizonsljcapital.com. We look forward to you joining us again next week for more insights into macroeconomic events and the long and short of the week ahead information data and views were accurate as at the time of recording. The views expressed by presenters are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Horizon Capital, Horizon Capital or the Intesa San Paolo Group. The information and opinions contained in this recording are for information purposes only and do not purport to be full or complete. The recording is directed to professional investors only and is not intended for and should not be relied upon by other investors. Information in this recording does not constitute an offer to buy, sell or the solicitation of any offer to buy or sell securities and or any derivatives.